What's up, you guys? Hey, how are you guys doing? How are you guys doing today? Before we get into today's episode, we wanted to talk about uh, a sponsor of today's episode, which is Chewy's Local Marketing Solutions. Who's that? Yeah, he is uh, currently working with us as a violinist, but he also has his own business. And he wants us to let you guys know whether you're starting a new business, mariachi, or thinking about updating your brand, Chewy's Marketing can provide the visual designs for logos, business cards, or any promotional asset that will make your business stand out. So, I mean... You know what I mean? Sometimes you're starting like a mariachi group or starting uh, anything business. You don't have a proper logo, you know. That happens, you know. You, we can only go so far with Microsoft Paint, you know what I mean? You know, just kind of draw out whatever you can or have your cousin draw something out. It's not always the most professional thing, you know what yeah. I mean? And sometimes he'll even take pictures of the group, right? Yeah, so he'll do everything for yeah. your business. He'll rebrand your whole mariachi or or just if you're barely starting out, he'll take pictures, photos, uh, he'll Photoshop logos, he'll do... Uh, full-on portraits he pretty much does everything uh yeah. he actually works with us but if you visit at chewy's marketing on facebook or instagram um there's more info on there and as a bonus texas residents get free shipping on any purchase of a hundred dollars or more so if you're in texas you know free shipping if you live in cali arizona or florida anywhere else you're, you're gonna have to pay for shipping i'm sorry yeah but i mean it's worth it you know like he makes me and sam look good yeah that's kind of hard <laughs> to do yeah i mean he, he does all our cards for our group so if you look on there, we actually look kind of decent. Yeah. And I know I don't look like this in real life. So he's doing True. he's doing some... We're catfishing. <laughs> yeah, he's doing some voodoo uh, good shit on here. So um, uh, whether it is for your business or whatever, hit him up. I mean, for cards, business, whatever, he's got you. So Chewy's Marketing, quality branding for your quality business. Hit him up at Chewy's Marketing. Yes, sir. Enjoy today's episode. Yeah. <clears throat> you ready? Yeah. <sighs> like you're about to work out, like. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it takes a little bit, you know. I, I gotta get warmed up, bro. Like, you, th- you think that you think this just happens? Yeah. <laughs> it takes a little bit of. Um, I need to marinate first. You know what I'm talking about? What's up, you guys? How are you guys doing? We are back for episode 20, 23. Yeah. <laughs> every week, man. Every week. I, I end up forgetting it. No matter what. It doesn't matter if we're on... Oh, I'll remember when we're on episode 69 for sure. We get 69. <laughs> we're like, 69, baby. Let's go. Uh, but for sure, uh, welcome back to everybody who's come back to listen to Chat Robin's uh, podcast, a mariachi podcast. How are you doing today, Vic? I'm good. I'm chilling. Vibing. <laughs> with that nike sweater bro you look sponsored as fuck i really am dude i'm like not you though and then last week you had the blue shirt so you looked like a coach with the oh, nike yeah, too so you, shit, we, we might as well get sponsored by this i'm point. tagging nike on this one like, <laughs> come on bro <laughs> like get on it <laughs> uh today is a very special day uh we are having another guest here on uh chato beans podcast uh, we've been getting a, a lot of what I've been doing lately with the with the guests is like people just kind of influence our musical career in a way and just kind of bringing them in and talking to them. So we had we had a uh, Chewy, we had Tony, we've had Robert, you know, uh, the next guest we actually personally know kind of like Robert, but I've known Pepe for oh, uh, I gave it away, didn't I? <laughs> 
First of all, our first our, our guest today, before we get into anything, is going to be uh, Mr. Jose Perez. Jose Pepe Perez. How you doing, Pepe? How are you guys doing? What's up, bro? Good to see you guys. <laughs> I was telling, I was telling uh, you before we started that uh, you look just like my brother, man. Like, if y'all stood next to each other, dude, igualitos. He's probably listening like, no, I don't. <laughs> Whatever. No, but we have uh, Jose Pepe Perez, who... Um, We've known for a while now. He's currently uh, the Vivuelista for Maria Chisol de Mexico, who you've been with them for a little over two years now. So you are very much integrated in the group now. I mean, you're 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 a pillar there now. Uh, we talked to <laughs> we talked to uh, Chewy uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he said, uh, um, "Well, he 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 left as the guitar player for Sol. Um, now you have someone else there, but he said that he pretty much led that Armonia section. I mean, since Sol started." So when yeah. he left, he kind of left that uh, responsibility to you. So he was kind of like, just no pressure, buddy. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before we get into anything else, uh, we kind of wanted you to very briefly, uh, you know, just introduce yourself to the people. For those of you who, uh, for those of uh, these people that may not know exactly who you are, but just give a cute, cute little introduction to yourself. Cool. All right. So my name is Jose Perez. Um, I was born in Fort Worth. Texas. I, like, like you said, I've been uh, the Vihuela player for Maria Chisón de Mexico for four, for two years. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> getting a little bit ahead of myself. <laughs> but, um, two years and, and yeah, I'm we're currently living here in Rosemead, California. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're yeah, living right? far from Fort Worth. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you said you were, so you were actually born here. You were born in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah, cool. he's I was born at uh, uh, some some hospital. It's called uh, osteopathic or something like that, where it was, and then they knocked it down. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I think they did the same thing to me in in, in California, <laughs> dude. They they broke that shit down. Hmm. Le- legendary hospital. No, just kidding. Yeah. No, it, but they yeah they took it down, man. Oh, but that's cool, man. Like you, so kind of like I said. I mean, you 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 come from this area, so I mean, we have mm-hmm. I've, I've personally known you since. I think the earliest middle- I could, uh, yeah. The, the I mean, I didn't know you in middle school, but mm-hmm. I knew you was that kid that was always playing vihuela and uh, uh, after school because you were mm-hmm. with uh, the Adrians. So both of you yeah. guys would be there chilling, and I'm like, bro, go home. Like I didn't know these guys, but I'm like, dude, just go home. Like after four, you're free to leave, you know. But you would always stay. I remember that you guys would just be jamming on on your stuff, you know. So I mean, that's cool. Yeah, that I means since then I've, I've I've known at least of your face, you know what I mean. But I mean that that's cool, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. I think I've known him since my eighth grade, yep. or freshman year. You, like, yeah. you were a senior already, so we didn't get a lot of bonding time. <laughs> yeah, cool, yeah, that's you know? true. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. If anything, I, I think I saw Pepe more than you did. Because uh, no, I mean, sure. yeah, you, I mean, because Victor's always been the shy one. So when he came around, he was all yeah. frail and shit. He looked. You look like a great <laughs> cat, bro. Pinche malnutrido, like cat. but he's. Uh, even even when I when I first met him, I knew that he was going to be, you know, super talented. Even then, he was talented. Uh, I, know, I, I mean, know, right? Victor like, and, and no, 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 you're lying, bro. Like, <laughs> no, no. Oh man, that's funny, man. No, man, that's great, dude. I I really I've been wanting you on the podcast for a while. I know you're a busy guy. I mean, you just came back from playing at uh, was it the Latin Grammys? Yeah, Latin Grammys. How was that, man? Yeah. I mean, I know you've been doing a bunch of special stuff, but I know you're a busy guy, so I'm not going to be, you know, texting mm-hmm. you all the time. But 
Uh, <laughs> how was that, man? Like just being in, in Seoul, man. That's I mean, that's a crazy accomplishment just because I know that was one of your, like, I remember you talking about it being like your dream. So, I mean, it's cool that you're actually doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, um, I've been very uh, blessed to be where I am. It's, um, it hasn't been, you know, really a short road. Oh, that's but true. Um, yeah. it's... I mean, it's, it's been worth it, you know, I, uh, yeah. um, and oh, to, to answer your question. Yeah. We went to, uh, Miami. We, we stayed over there for, um, a little bit less than a week. Mm-hmm. We had to fly over there. We had to get tested before we, before mm-hmm. we even oh, shit. Uh, recorded for the Grammys. So we had to retest us. We had to quarantine, uh, for like three days while we got our results. Shit. And then, and then, yeah, we were able to to record for there and we didn't get to we didn't get to see too many people this year uh Dang, really year before we got to see uh a few more people and we got to we would go to a company vicente fernandez Alejandro. Yeah, i remember that so that was that was awesome and yeah. then we got to see uh, some artists backstage too yeah it was really good. but uh this year it was a little bit uh it was yeah. a little bit more isolated um right. as far as you know one group would record and then really the only other group that we got to see was uh Los Tigres del Norte. Oh shit. So um oh jeez. But yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, was, yeah. Um but yeah, other than that we didn't we didn't really get to see anybody yeah. else or interact with anybody else, which I, I saw that other people were were there. They probably just recorded like I said, they probably just isolate the section the sessions. Yeah. Um so but that was it was still a cool experience. We got to yeah. be no, but really cool stage with um, Lupita Infante. Um, and yeah, the whole production was just cool. That's cool, really man. Cool. I think we, we just, we just played this weekend and, and made some money. That's all we did. <laughs> like just, <laughs> like just someone's backyard, you know, nothing too crazy. <laughs> it wasn't the Latin Grammys, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I mean, no, that, that, that's awesome, man. Yeah. We, we I mean, we do that too. It's, it yeah, happens. Yeah. Every, that's, yeah I mean, yeah. Gotta gotta do gotta do what you gotta do, you know. I think you if know. I was at the Latin Grammys, I wouldn't know how to behave, bro. To be honest, because I'd just be looking for all the actresses, bro. Like I wouldn't even talk to them, you know, because I'm married, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I love my wife. But I mean, like, I just be like, I just want to see them, bro. I met my Tepe Ronnie one time. It was amazing. She's, she's beautiful from Rebelde. My Tepe Ronnie. What did I say? <laughs> you said my Tepe. That's, that's how it's spelled, bro. That's how I said it. <laughs> no, she threw me off because you said my thing. Okay, bueno, ella, I met her in real life and she's beautiful. And I took, yeah, pictures she... with, but, but I took a picture with her and I was like, I saw you in Rebelde. Don't ask me how I, I was, why I was watching Rebelde. My sister was watching it, I promise. <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, I mean, if I think if I was there, I would just be looking around like, damn, man, like these people are really like real life. You know what I mean? Like, especially like you. You're saying that you saw like, you know, Chente right in front of you. Like, all I know Chente is yeah. like, movies and and, and 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 recordings and stuff like that but to actually you know i don't know if you actually met them last year when you were actually there but like were you able to interact with them at all or was it just kind of like de vista um i mean we were able to you know interact with them a little bit he more interacted with with jose um right because they each other for a long time yeah uh, but but yeah we actually got to be there close you know a little bit closer to him listen to what he had to say hear him warm up even oh shit uh, he warms up 
Yeah. I would think you yeah. just like so, chug a tequila bottle and let's fierro, vámonos. You know what I mean? That probably not mean? anymore. Probably, yeah, probably not anymore. Yeah, you know. Chill, yeah, chill. I, <laughs> I mean, he still has he still has a great voice, so he he probably has to warm up a little bit more. Right, so. right. Mm-hmm. But uh, he has he has like a vocal coach that that you know kind of follows him around and makes sure that he's you know that he's that he's doing okay, that he's well warmed up, that he has what he needs and stuff like that. Mm. That's awesome, dude. Just like to see them, though. I mean, I'd love to do that shit. I'm going to just, like, sneak in next time. Fuck it. <laughs> Anyways. I'm with, the, I'm with the band. What do you play? Didgeridoo. Fuck it. <laughs> Pero, no, nah, man, that's awesome, man. I, I, I'm uh, I'm proud of you, bro, that you, you're doing yeah, that kind of crazy cool. shit. I mean, the last time, like I said, last time I saw you, like, I actually on stage was uh, uh, last December at that uh, concert in Austin. Mm-hmm. And I saw you guys do that red traje really pops like on stage. So I was like, damn, that shit looks good. You know, um, but that's the last concert I remember seeing you and I actually like saw you in person. That shit was dope, bro. Like just uh, seeing a group like that, you know, you guys sound chingon. That's awesome. That's, that's awesome, you. man. But um, so now that we know Sol de Mexico, you let's kind of go take it back a little bit. I kind of mentioned I kind of mentioned where uh, we, we kind of all started. We all started here in Fort Worth. Uh, which isn't really known like uh, like as a mariachi town for a lot of people. You know, if anything, if you think of Texas, a lot of times you think of the valley or other areas, you know, where mariachi like What's schools or anything like Fort Worth was never like a huge place that really came out like, oh, well, mariachi town, you know, a lot of kids are coming oh, out of okay. there. You know what I mean? So yeah. and I mean, you came out of the program here at Fort Worth, Fort Worth, Texas, you know, so kind of talk about what your experience was. You know, growing up, like, was mariachi, like, always the plan, or did it just kind of fall on your lap? Um, it was never really part of the plan when I was growing up. Uh, before I started off in um, WJ, I mean, uh, what is it called? Uh, yes, J.P. Elder. Yeah, J.P. Elder. I started off with uh, Dr. Gradante, J.P. Elder. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit before that, I had taken some lessons with my tia, my tia, uh, Nancy, mm-hmm. she had come out of that program also. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Nancy, my mom, um, even my dad. <laughs> oh, man. And so, uh, so yeah, they, they, they kind of, you know, worked with Dr. Gradante. Um, I knew that I was going to go into that program. And so a little bit before, I had talked to my tia and asked her for a lesson. She gave us, you know, she gave me and my friend a couple of lessons. Um, and so... I guess it really kind of started right before I went into uh, sixth grade mm-hmm. before, before I went into JP Elder. But yeah, I mean, I just started off um, JP Elder, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. Um, I, I guess right away I wanted to make uh, a good impression because I, I knew that my mom and my tia had come out of that program too. Right. Um, so I, I felt like, uh, Dr. G had a, he had a, um, I guess a certain expectation. Oh, that, for sure. Yeah. You know, something like that. So not that I ever had to, you know, work to, you know, work to impress or, or it wasn't anything like that, but I just felt like I had to just, you know, just do my best right. represent, represent my mom and my tia well, because I, I had known that, um, you know, my tia, especially she was, um, one of the, um, I guess I don't want to say one of the favorites, but uh, she, oh, really? my Mr. G uh, or Dr. G, he, he really yeah. remembered Tia. She went to Budapest. Mm-hmm. He was one of the, I guess, the first group to go to Budapest with an elder group and, and stuff like that. Started doing trips. Do you know about that? 
Where's Budapest? <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it, Budapest is in uh uh. Aya por allá, güey. Al otro lado de Sinaloa, güey. Por ahí. Well, I don't know. If you're no, it's, or it's, no, it's another country. It's another. Oh, okay. It's another city, right? It's another. It, it, I asked up on the other side of the world. We don't go over there, bro. Oh, okay. You have to cross water and shit. I mean, he showed us pictures of like. Yeah, when, that's true. Like, Doctor G did have like a bunch of pictures of. Yeah, like, like when they go out of the stadium, and so we might have heard about it. But yeah, but I mean, you know, when you're a kid, you just don't pay attention. Like yeah. you're just like, yeah, whatever, dude. Let's just give me the guitar. Like I mean, a lot of us had that mentality going in yeah. as little snot nosed sixth graders, you know. So I mean, uh, we 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 kind of come up like that. But I mean, what did I mean? What did your tia play, or, or your mom and your tia? My mom played guitar. My tia played viola. Um, oh, nice. So yeah, I kind of I didn't really go into it. Knowing that I wanted to play vihuela, it was just one of right. those things, you know. With with Dr. G, um, it was you know he kind of put you where you wanted to go, but also where he needed you. Um, right, that's true. So I I was switched around a little bit. I think I started on. I mean, everybody starts on guitar there, right? Um, and it wasn't even really mariachi guitar; it was classical guitar. It was classical. So um, so yeah, we would you know I I started on guitar. I think after that I went to guitarron, even before vihuela. Um, and <laughs> I feel like I was a little bit better then than I am now, but, uh, <laughs> but after guitarron, I went to, uh, guitarra de golpe yeah. or guitarra quinta, and then, uh, after that, I think I went to Vihuela. So, um, I kind of did a whole, yeah, you kind of did a tour of Mexico there. <laughs> yeah. A tour of the, cool. tour of the Armonia section. Right. But, um. So yeah, it was, that's kind of where I got started. Um, when it's kind of like you said, we, we, we all, we all start there. You know what I mean? You yeah. start on guitar and you kind of, I mean, you were just guitar, right? All, yeah. all three years until you went to high school and played harp. I don't know. No, I think I was doing, uh, we were at towards the end. Of eighth grade year? Yeah. Really? Well, that's cute. We were at or guitar. I don't know yeah, because it's like he said, like he puts you where he needs you, you know? Right. Like he just comes up to you and he's like, hey, like, you want to try this out? You know, we kind of need some of this. Yeah, we kind of need a guitar yeah. player right now. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dr. G was always kind of like that. He just kind of put you where, wherever you needed. Because, I mean, for me, it was just literally like nobody had a vihuela, so I just picked it up and that's what I started playing. Mm. I think because, I mean, because Pepe is a year under me. Yeah, you're a grade above me or you were a grade above me, right, mm. as a, a school year. So I remember when you went to ninth grade, you became a freshman. And I was in eighth grade. So I think you left as a vihuela player, or were you playing vihuela yet in middle school? Like as uh, I know there was a group after school that would play and practice and all that. Do you remember? I can't. I can't remember if I was playing vihuela or if I was playing guitarra de golpe. One of the um, two. One of the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. I think I had or maybe I had already started on vihuela, uh, uh-huh. just because I I do remember that. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. There was always that green vihuela. Yes, uh, dude. I love it so much, and I want to steal it so bad. That was that was the best one. Yeah, yeah. we were playing it, too, in my uh, year. Like, we were playing with Willa, like, what that's, had the, that that's one? the one we always wanted. Because it had, like, good action. It sounded good. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it had, like, prehistoric strings. I don't know if anybody ever changed the strings. Oh, I don't know about that. But I know for sure it was a great vihuela. Or at least, like, maybe if I played it now, who I knows? I actually remember, because uh, you know how Dr. G would do, like, a little, like, summer thing? That, yeah, like a summer school, yeah. camp, not summer school, like a camp. I remember, like, you guys came over, like, you, the guys from Northside. I remember Pepe, Pepe kind of like, hey, can I borrow this real quick? And he kind of took away that Grimmie Willa. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was just looking at the distance, like, 
I'm trying to practice, bro. You know? <laughs> He's like, give me that back, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, I know that, that one was a great view. Like, it really was. I don't know what happened to it, but I want it and I want to steal it really bad. <laughs> That's cool, man. So so you moved on from middle school. You went to high school. You went to Northside High School, which is uh, we're alumni from there, too. You know, we're all we all went to that that high school, you know, I mean, I mean it's, it's like in the same area. So really, realistically, you're just going, you know, a couple streets up. It's not too far. You know, what I mean, so a lot of us just end up going to Northside. I mean, yeah. by that point, you were playing. Um, I mean, already when you went for freshman year, you were already on Vuela permanently, weren't you? Yeah. So you already I mean, what was that experience like? Because I, I wasn't with you up until I became a freshman. And you became a sophomore. So, I mean, even at that point, what was the group like back then? I don't know if you remember, but your freshman the year. Group, the group at Northside, it was um, it, we still had a bunch of seniors. It was it was mainly uh, seniors. So we had like right. uh, Brent on trumpet. Yeah. Uh, Shout out. We had, I think, did we have Jesus? Uh, yeah guitar maybe i don't know if you played with him i didn't but yeah i know what you're talking about yeah um so but we had but we had a lot of seniors in that group right uh, and so i uh, even before the, even before i came into the north side group i got to go to like the summer thing uh you know in my transition from the eighth grade to ninth grade year so i got to right. meet like edgar i don't know if you remember miguel uh he was i think he was on vihuela before me at north side oh, okay um and and so yeah those those guys you know they introduced me into the you know that kind of helped me transition they right and edgar i mean he's always been really really sweet yeah uh, shout out yeah <laughs> shout out to edgar <laughs> but um yeah i remember you know they just they took me in and they were super nice to me so i i yeah. was really um i felt a little bit more comfortable transitioning into that into that ninth grade, the, the high school group, right? And we, you know, we 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 try to do we try to do cool things with that group. I can't remember exactly what we would play. I think we would play like violin wapango or something like that. Oh man! <laughs> but we try to we heart. try to, yeah. And I think we try to go. We 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 try to do cool things with that group and yeah. And uh, I remember that because Ryan he had to play the trumpet solo. Um, all by himself, I think. Yeah, he was the only trumpet player for a while. Yeah. So, so yeah, it was uh, it was difficult, but it was cool. It was I mean, really- it's because if you really were, if you really well, when I think about it, it's because my sister was also in that group because she was four years above me, but she would always take me like every once in a while when they had like rehearsals or whatever, and she would take me, and I'd mm-hmm. go over there, and it's it's nowhere it's it's nowhere like it what like it is now. Like if you look at the program now. You know, they have they have full on trajes. They have like this uh, reputation now as a, as a good Fort Worth school. You know, they do competitions. They do all these things. But I mean, that's not how it started. You know, I mean, I mean, it's I mean, the group had been around for a while because I think Dr. G started it. Right. Yeah. Like Espuelas de Plata in general. So he started that. And I know in the beginning, I mean, like anything, a group struggles to kind of get its foot, get its footing. I know in the beginning. They didn't even have trajes. So they had just, you know, just like the black slacks and a black shirt. And I think some of the guys would wear like actual moños, you know, but that was just kind of like the group for a while. And it kind of and it kind of took like when you got there and, you know, uh, we had Adrian Cavazos come in for Guitarron and we had uh, we had some more like upperclassmen get in. And then my class came in and then like your class came in. So and little by little, the group started getting 
bigger. You know what I mean? Like it, it, we started to, like you said, you guys are trying to play violin wapango, but I mean, you kind of, I mean, y'all had one trumpet player, you know? So, I mean, it makes it a little yeah. hard, you know, but every year we tried progressing in a way like to put, put, put ourselves more out there as far as like musicality and, and trying new things, kind of become the group that they're doing what they're doing now, which is pretty crazy mm-hmm. that, that like, you know, like every year it just kept getting kind of better in a way or that we were trying at least new things. Yeah, so um, like I was saying, you know, the my ninth grade year, we had a, a, a lot of seniors. So by the right, by the, you guys came into the uh, you guys is in Sammy. Um, Hola. Whenever you you guys came into the group, yeah. it was pretty much an entirely new group, right. with the exception of me, uh, uh, Adrian Cavazos, um, your sister Nayeli, um, my sister. I mean, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, bro. <laughs> that would have been very weird. <laughs> um, and, and so, yeah, um, those were really the only people that, that stayed from that group. You know what I mean? Right. And we, I mean, the, the cool thing was that we got to build up that group from, I don't want to say scratch, but we got to really, really build up. And by my senior year, um, we were, we were a completely new group. You know, we had our own trajes at the yeah. beginning. We didn't have trajes at all. We had like, we had to wear slacks, black yeah, shirt, the black, black shirts, man. black dress shoes and stuff. And, I mean, it was a pretty big deal once we were all able to wear like trajes and stuff. Like all of us had a specific traje and we made it look like an actual mariachi. You know, I think, what do we, I don't remember what we played that first year. No, you know what? I do remember we played a popurria in El Rancho Grande. We, yeah. that, was like, that was one of the like the biggest pieces you know we had ever done so it was just a big thing that we actually played that and i think at the time we were just like man like this is this is cool man like we actually have a group to do this but i mean if we, looking back at the videos like we were still like progressing like every year it was progress right you know so every year we tried like we had like los herreros we did we did like el cuatro you know oh, we started yeah. doing all those sones abajenos started doing a bunch yeah. of cool shit but i mean it was it was fun you know I think a lot of the times when I just think back at high school, I mean, the best times are really with mariachi because, I mean, you got to I got to meet a lot of you guys. I mean, if it wasn't for me coming up through middle school, I wouldn't have met any of you guys. Like, you know, what I mean, like you, we would be in completely different living, maybe completely different lives if we would, wouldn't be doing mariachi. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's pretty crazy to think about that, because I mean, when I look back at middle school or middle school, high school, I can always remember like going to class, you know, and at the end of the day, we'd all end up in the mariachi building. And I remember you would always go to the the damn store, the the, the little tiendita. We would all like go walking. Oh yeah, like that was like it was our, that was our thing, bro. Like we wouldn't go home, so we wait for practice, and then we just all walk to the tiendita like a like a damn gang, bro. Like we just like all of us, right? And then yeah. Pepe was always getting those damn Arizona teas, like the fucking ninety nine cents, five hundred calorie <laughs> drinks. Like yeah, like he'd always have one of those in like a damn ho ho or something, like a like a chocolate or something. You know, like he'd always have something. <laughs> So it like, was Arizona. It was Arizona watermelon drink. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was little brownie things. Yeah, uh, before, brownies. I don't know. They're a hostess like brownies treats that you buy right. at lunch or something. And because they always had them in the front, so that when yeah. you're leaving, you see the fucking brownie looking delicious. So you you grab one on the way out. So it just became a thing. Yeah. But I I always remember that you know like going to the store we we walk back and then we would go, like wait for practice if if they didn't lock the doors on us I remember Nino used to do that. Like yeah. when you get mad and you just like lock the doors and we're like, oh shit, we're in trouble now. 
<laughs> but I mean, it, it, I mean, looking back, like that's that's the stuff I remember from high school, like doing that, going to concerts, going on trips. I remember going on trips was like the coolest thing because we, we, we got to go to San Antonio. And I mean, we ended up going to nationals like 2012. So we went to yeah. um, to compete there like with with Espuelas. We went there. We, we competed. And I think you won. You won some shit. It was, oh, like, it was like boys. Uh, right. What was it? I won a, in a competition of vocalists. Right. So, like that was, that was a, you, you, did you submit something or did you sing it there? I don't remember. I had to, I had to submit a tape. Um, I, I think it was a, an actual tape. Um, like an actual tape? Oh shit. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, yeah. we did it just like on a tape, on a tape recorder. Right. Uh, we had to mail it out. And, and so, yeah, it was, it was uh, La Barca. Right. We were playing that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we we sent that, and I got accepted into the vocal competition, and and, uh, and yeah, I was you know fortunate enough to to, to win that thing. Yeah, you got the dub. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And then I think you ended up singing with Soul, right? So that was kind of like your. Yeah. I, I remember that day, bro, because we were in the we were in the hotel room. Remember, like when we used to go to the hotel rooms. You know, we always had to share. So it was always like two beds and then uh, two dudes in one bed and two dudes in one bed. Sus as fuck. But we got two two and two, right? And then we would always say like, I remember it was you or someone else, but they would just say like, you know, because it, it doesn't matter what you do like in a hotel room. But like, if you put the AC on, you're going to wake up with like a strep throat, like automatically because it's cold. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it, I don't know what it is, but like, I remember. So you were like, hey, we can't have the AC on because like, it's going to be it's going to be too cold. And then I'm going to wake up with the throat. And then you woke up the next day and I'm like, dude, I don't even know what we're going to sing. Like what I'm going to sing with. So like, I think you, was, you were supposed to have something like already picked out. And I remember, yeah. I remember you woke up and you were just like laying down. And you were just like going through your iPod because you had like fucking 5,000 mariachi songs and shit. I remember you had a shitload of music. So I remember you were just like scrolling. You're like, fuck, like, what am I going to like sing with these guys? And you ended up looking at. Um, Por una mujer bonita. Right. Yeah. That's, the one, that's the one you were like, oh, because like, well, I think you sang La Barca with soul but then saying por una mujer, por una mujer bonita like afterwards right but i just yeah. that. That was uh, wasn't that a trip where you guys drew on muriel and evan <laughs> no 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 that's all yeah we drew on both of them yeah we were <laughs> we were so bad dude i'm okay quick quick story time so we we're we're a bunch of teenagers we're, we're I, I was at least you had, you had to be 18. You should have known better, Pippin. But I, I was, was 16, 17. <laughs> probably, right. But I remember we were all in the hotel room. We were all just doing guy shit. I think y'all were wrestling at one point. And oh, I remember that. I have a video on my computer. Yeah. It's very incriminating, bro. I'm going to leak that shit. No, but um, I remember y'all were wrestling and shit. But anyway, I guess y'all got tired out. And I remember, who was it that we drew on first? I think it was Ivan. It was Ivan. I think it was Ivan. He had like a, <laughs> yeah, I don't was. know, he, it's because he he. <laughs> because the way he fell asleep, like he's yeah. one of those people that whenever yeah. you go to sleep, like yeah. you like, go to so sleep, yeah. it takes a lot to wake you up. Yeah, he's I mean, he not. Just, he, I don't know if he still does, but he went to sleep without a shirt too. Yeah, so he was one of those. He would sleep yeah, hey. without a shirt. Yeah, so I remember this specifically. He knocked the fuck out, and he was just like laying face down. We're like, dude, let's fuck with him, and we're like, and nobody stopped me. So I'm like, all right, let's go. So we got a sharpie and we just started drawing on him. We started drawing a bunch of stuff. I remember I drew like a thong on him, on him at one, at one time, and oh, and we and it gets better because I remember 
Oh, I remember that he had family in yeah. Cali. He yeah. had family in Cali, so he was like, "Hey, I'm, <laughs> I think he had asked our director, Nino, if he could go like with them, like to hang out." So he said, "Yeah, okay." Yeah. So he goes over to his family's place, and um, I didn't. He hadn't realized that he was drawn yeah. on, like, because this is <laughs> this was like at two, three, four in the morning. I don't even know, dude. So the next, back, right? yeah. So I had, dude, I had tattooed his whole back, bro. <laughs> it looked like an episode of Ink Masters, bro. Like I was going ham, right? And all I remember is the next day, he goes right and he goes with his family or whatever. He comes back later that day. We meet up with him and he's like, "Hey, bro, y'all drew on me." <laughs> you know how he like Did talks. Did he colors? Yeah, I remember uh, like when we're in their house. They're like, "Hey, what do you let Ivan stay?" You know, like. They had, like, a pool or something. Yeah, they had a pool. Yeah. yeah. The, the reason he found out was because he went to the pool, <laughs> takes off his shirt. And they were like, bro, like, what do you have all that stuff on you? And that's when he found out, when he was at the pool. And he was like, oh, oh, what are you guys doing? You know, his voice. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, damn, I forgot about It was that. so good, dude. We got him so good, dude. I remember and, the one with Uriel. Uh, and then, yeah, the next day, Uriel <laughs> knocked the fuck out. So we went to him, and then we, we did his whole fucking... Dude, I should have charged him. That shows. That shows. That shows nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause he had the same thing. Like, cause the hotel had a pool, so we went. You know, kind of hang out. It was like our last day there. I think, I think it might have been. I don't remember that, but yeah. And then he kind of like went in there, and then like he saw his back, right? Yeah. So he, he kind of stood in the corner, and we're like, "Hey, turn around." He was like, "No." You know? <laughs> <laughs> he was so skinny, dude. He was like a. He was, parecía palo, he looked like you, bro. Y'all were both hermanos. Yeah, he was. Yeah, very skinny, skinny very skinny. I think we were all a little bit skinnier then. Yeah, we were all pretty skinny. <laughs> Good times, bro. Less calories. Dang. <laughs> I forgot about that, man. I remember that. I remember thinking, like, why didn't you Why didn't you take a shower before you went to your family? Yeah, house? that's what I was Because <laughs> I thought... But, I mean, you... I, like, with the shower, you probably can't take off the Sharpie anyways. But and even I mean, then, like, like you, you, you would be taking a shower. You come into the shower, you know, you see your back. You know, you see the mirror right in front of you. <laughs> So I would do it when I drew on him. I thought, okay, bro, like you're just gonna you're gonna find out eventually. Nah, this dude just gets dressed and leaves. I'm like, oh shit, I fucked up. Hey, <laughs> hey but hey, it was funny though, right? <laughs> I was just thinking that, like, hey, it was funny though, right? <laughs> I have those pictures somewhere, man. I'm gonna leak them. But yeah, it was it was, it was a good time. It was a good time. I, I remember all the. That's what I remember about high school. Like, I remember like graduating and doing all that shit. But I mean, really, like mariachi, like doing mariachi, obviously takes you to a whole bunch of places. So for us, you know, like. Coming up through the system and in, in, uh, in here in Fort Worth, of all places, you know, we we kind of learned to cherish moments like that. Because, I mean, like I said, we probably wouldn't. You'd be probably doing soccer, I don't know, or cross country or D1 cross country. You'd probably be like in the Olympics right now. You should have you kept running. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like Forrest Gump. Yeah, dude, just keep on running, bro. <laughs> nah, but like we, we, we would all had probably a, a different career path. But, you know, Mariachi brings us together and. And not only musically, but, you know, like, and, you know, personally, I mean, we all met each other at this point in time in the city and then we're all doing our own thing, you know? So, I mean, it's, it's kind of beautiful in a way. Yeah. yeah it was, it was, um, I remember that. I remember when I think about high school, it's just um, those memories that I have from, from, from Mariachi, you know, Mr. Nino was a big part of my high school, uh, my high school years. Right. Uh, and uh, and yeah, you guys, you you guys. Um, I think the the relationships that we had um, with everybody, because if we, I mean, we all got along. It wasn't like you know we had like little cliques or anything like that. We all, yeah. oh, that was true, yeah. really well. Um, and so just those relationships made 
high school just that much better. Yeah, man. And I mean, I remember, uh, you know, after we did all that kind of stuff, I mean, you you were pretty much on that path. Like, I think because I, all I remember, too, is like I would always come into the meditation room and you're always practicing. And I was always thinking, like, dude, you can stop, bro. Like, you don't have to keep practicing, dude. Like, <laughs> I was like the, I was like the the fucking competitions and next year, bro, just stop, bro. No, but I just remember thinking that like you're always practicing. But I mean, I never had like a goal like that, like to go all the way up. But I mean, you did. So I mean, the fact that you were going on that path was pretty cool, right? And then after, I mean, you after you graduated, you went on to pursue, um, you went to Edinburgh. That was like your kind of your 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 next stop in your musical journey. So yeah. tell us about that. So once you graduated, you went to Edinburgh, Texas for those who don't know but yeah I, um after i graduated mr nino like i said he's uh he's helped me out in a lot of different ways you know he actually took the uh, he actually took the time out of his schedule to drive me and my mom to my um my orientation he yeah he is to my i guess like the the school orientation right and um and really my my original plan was to apply to UT Austin. Uh, oh, okay. That was that was like my number one school, mm-hmm. and I was set on on applying there. And um, when I I had talked to Mr. Nino, we had seen some videos of the of the group at, at UTPA, right? And I, immediately I was like, that's that's where I need to be. That's right. that's where I I want to be. And and uh, it's it's kind of <laughs> it's. Looking back on it, it's it, kind of irresponsible, but that was the only school that I applied to. Oh, I really? Didn't to Austin or anything, right. anywhere else. So it wasn't so much that I was worried that I wasn't going to get in. Looking back, um, I wasn't 100% sure that I was going to get in the group. <laughs> oh, okay. I see. Because, <laughs> I mean, in the, around that area, I mean, there's so many really, really good schools. You have like Roma, Rio Grande. You have... Right. Um, right. You know, all of those, really all of those, um, this, the little towns and cities around, around Edinburgh that feed into uh, that UT. school. Yeah. So well, what was P- P- uh, UT Pan Am, right? Now yeah, it's RGB. Right. So, um, you know, he took me over there to the orientation. I had been contacting Pancho uh, Francisco Loera, which is mm-hmm. the director of Maria Chiaslan. Mm-hmm. He, um, he didn't answer me. You know, he, he has like messages, you know, always coming in and stuff, but he didn't really keep track of that stuff. Right. Um, but I kept, you know, m- messaging him uh, over Facebook, over, I guess, maybe text message. So I, I had, I had kept leaving him messages and I received nothing. And so the day of the orientation, I was kind of like bummed because I, I didn't know if I was actually going to be able to meet with him, talk with him and see what my chances were of getting into the group or like a B group or, or anything. Right. Taking a mariachi class, hanging up for a mariachi class. Um, so the day of the orientation, I I think I called him when I was going from one part to another part or something like that. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Take you and tour you around the school and stuff like that. And he answered. And I was like, oh, <laughs> cool. And I Yo. told him the situation. <laughs> hey, I, um, I'm from Fort Worth. My name is Jose Perez. I, I uh, was interested in... Uh, you know, if there's any possibility of joining the mariachi group, I would love to, you know, do whatever I can to. And he was like, oh, okay, well, why don't you come to uh, so-and-so floor on so-and-so building? Um, we're going to have a rehearsal or something like that. Right. <laughs> I was like, what? 
what <laughs> um not right now I, <laughs> so real quick yeah i had taken i had taken my stuff actually um oh, okay my guidelines like that so i was all prepared yeah and i i ran up to the i ran up to the building and it was at first it was just him and i can't remember if it was um i can't remember who the other person was in that room with us but he took a look at the way that i was playing and he was like oh okay okay um you know we're gonna have a we're gonna have a group rehearsal here in a little bit so why don't you go over there with us and i was like okay you know cool that's cool. that's all and um i went inside in the rehearsal i played a little bit with them try to you know read some of the the things that they were doing they were they were rehearsing for a for a thing in washington mm-hmm. uh, it was like uh i can't remember exactly what it was for but yeah. it was we're going to washington to participate in in some uh, festival right and at the end of the rehearsal, uh, I was super surprised because he, he came up to me. He was like, okay, well, um, you know, would you be able to come to the next couple of rehearsals and then, um, you know, possibly go with us to, to, to Washington? And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I mean, I would love to. I, I really would love to. Uh-huh. Uh, and I explained to him, like, you know what? It's just, um, I live in Fort Worth. I, I live, like, you know seven eight nine hours away yeah <laughs> so so to come to the next couple of rehearsals it, it'd be a little bit difficult and right uh, i don't know if i'd be able to do that he was like oh okay no there's no problem you know whenever whenever school starts um you know we'll 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 touch base again and you know you'll have you'll have your spot in the group and so i was i was super right. excited Hell it was yeah. just it was just um like i said before my I guess my journey, my little journey, whatever you want to call it, has been, it's, there's been a lot of blessings along the way. Right. It was just one, right. Uh, it was just pure luck. Yeah. Pure I mean, luck. Just the fact that he answered is pretty cool. You just, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, when I, they actually answered like, Oh, uh, I didn't, I didn't think I'd get this far. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> no, but uh, like looking back on it, if, if he wouldn't have answered, or if I wouldn't have had a spot in the group, then there really I would have right. I would kind of dug a little hole for myself because, um, I mean, I would have been able to go to school there and you know, pursue music and stuff like that. But right. I wouldn't have been where I wanted to be for the reason that I wanted to be there. Right. What were we going to do there? Yeah. What were you studying? I was studying. I was studying okay. uh, vocal education. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so music education with a with a uh, a specialty in, in, in voice. Right. Yeah, because I mean, you were our only singer for a very long time. Like um, most of the time, like I'm not a singer, and I know Victor's not a singer. So like I know when we were in high school, like you were really like our go to guy for guy singing because like all of us were just I guess we were just too was to do it or I don't know. But you you actually were one of the guys that actually sang. So I mean that that was cool, and you always sang well. So you sang a lot of what you know what would we had to do in the group and stuff like that. So it's cool that you were actually studying that. I, don't, I didn't I didn't even know you were going in for vocal. Yeah, yeah. It was um, looking back, I mean, um, you always wish that you could do things better, you know, especially yeah. in high school. Right. Um, I didn't really have any vocal teachers. Um, yeah. The you director don't. at the time, uh, Mr. Trujillo. Mm-hmm. He he had helped me out with a couple of lessons, um, but really, I needed somebody to, um, I needed somebody to just kind of really personalize it for me and tell me, you know, you're, you're doing this wrong. You need to be doing this, right? Uh, you know, rehearse this, practice this way, and and um, 
and yeah, I mean, I think, I think, uh, being at the university, you have a, you know, you have a personal, like a personal chain trainer. Right. Um, you really took my voice and showed me what I needed to do. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> looking back, I mean, I should have taken more advantage of it. Right. Cause right. when I was there, my whole thing was uh, mariachi. Mariachi was like my priority mm-hmm. uh, and everything kind of came after that. So when we had trips, when we had you know gigs, when we had to study songs, it was always that first and then everything else. And right. so I always had trouble being in school with balancing out those two things. And um, so even like my vocal lessons, sometimes I, I wouldn't study for my vocal lessons as much as I, as much as I needed to, because I was working on something else. Or was, right. Uh, I mean, it can be that. That's one thing about mariachi. Like it, it it's heavy. It, it can, especially with Aslan. I know Aslan was, constantly traveling like you said you know first week of school they were already asking you to go to washington so i mean that's already like a commitment you know what i mean so you're going from washington to new mexico to some other part of texas like it's just it's it's very back and forth right so i mean you can see how how that can happen right i mean it's it, it's it's a workload and, and it's hard to balance at times you know yeah 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 it's um it just it just takes um a person with that with that dedication to really like um really balance out both sides it it, it just takes right. extra work right i, I was uh-huh. i was putting a lot of work in in one basket but the other basket was a little bit already right. empty so um so in that way you know i wish i would have uh one finished and yeah. two just taken advantage of the of the lessons that i had uh my my teacher my vocal teacher uh uh, Dr. Coberly, mm-hmm. she really, really amazing lady, amazing lady. She mm-hmm. she helped me out so much. She had a lot of patience with me. Um, just like really, really good person. And I, right. I wish I could take more advantage of that. But um, I guess everybody, like I said, everybody has their own you know path, their own little journey, and uh, and thankfully. In the end, I guess, I don't know if it, uh, I, I guess it, it, it kind of paid off yeah. to, to lean more to the side that I, that I was passionate about. I right. was more passionate about, I guess. Yeah. Cause I mean, you, you, like you said, you didn't get to finish at UTPA, but I mean, you had, you had a plan or as far as like you wanted to be in where you're at now, which is in Seoul. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like your, your end, your end game in a way. Right. So since you didn't finish, you ended up moving to California, right? Like that was. Mm-hmm. I remember it was kind of sudden. I remember I just heard like, "Hey, Pepe's in Cali." And I'm like, "What?" Like, I didn't even know. I didn't even. You just, it was kind of out of nowhere, you know. And I remember, yeah. I remember actually, I don't remember if you were already in Cali or not, but I remember you hit me up and you're like, "Hey, man, like, do you have work?" And I remember uh, that's when that's actually when you played with us with Allende. Um, mm-hmm. I remember you hit me up and you're like, "Hey, man, like, uh, I was wondering if, if you had any like like work." I'm like, "Well, well there's work." And I think um, either I think our bass player was out or something. And I was like, "Hey man, like if you want to come down, um, you know my, my boss is cool. He he wants to meet you if you, if you, if you'd want to come, you know, like help us out." I don't think you were in the group yet. Might have been Heido already, but he took a break for one weekend or thing or, or two. And Pepe came on a, on a vihuela, and I came on guitarron, and and you played a couple hours with us. And I mean, it was fun. <laughs> I always remember. It's funny because you kind of have a nickname in the group. Um, I don't know if you remember, but our, our, our trumpet player, Don Miguel, 
He always calls mm-hmm. you Carlos Vela from the Mexico. Oh National. yeah, I remember that. He always calls you that. Like he, yeah. like any t- And then the last time we saw you, you came. Uh, you kind of surprised us at the restaurant. We were playing at the restaurant, oh, yeah. and you mm-hmm. just ca- came out of nowhere, and you're uh, like, "Boo!" And I'm like, "Oh, don't wait." And I was like, "Oh shit, what the fuck are you doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> and I remember you just walked up, and then I think uh, Miguel was like, "Ira, Carlos Vela." And I'm like, "Oh shit, yeah." And then you sang with us. I mean, that was pretty dope. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I know that was a little bit uh, off topic, but yeah, so you ended up going to Cali. I mean, how was that like? I mean, you're moving literally state to state, so you're going from Texas to Cali. I mean, this was your first time being in Cali since, since I'm guessing since nationals. Uh, or, or yeah. right? Actually, I'd make I had made a trip before i think it was a year before yeah. i moved to kelly um yeah. you know eddie and ivan were already in la they were right. living in the valley shout out to those and, guys. oh yeah shout out to those guys man they they, they i love those guys they, they really helped me out and really good friends mm-hmm. so you um, came to visit so i came to visit i i stayed for like a month with those guys and it was really cool i got to i got to work with some different people from from LA, I um, spent a lot of time, and then <laughs> all of a sudden, uh, I got a vertigo. What's I don't vertigo? know if you know what vertigo is. Nope. It's like it's pretty much like being drunk twenty four seven. Vertigo? Never heard of that. It's it's like nausea, and then it's like the room is spinning constantly, spinning, and it doesn't stop. For oh. I mean, it can last from anywhere to you know a week to like three weeks, four weeks. I'm like, Vic- I don't know. I'm like Victor. You have some experience with this? No, but I think I think it happens a lot to people that are like scared of heights or like have like a type of trauma like that. They get like the room spinning kind of yeah. thing. Okay, so how did you get vertigo? I I have no clue. I mean, it's just one of those things that's just spontaneous. Uh, it's oh, like okay. little in your in your ear, I believe, and yeah. then they like they just move, and as soon as they move, it just it causes your sense of equilibrium to just go oh. out the window, and the room is spinning constantly. Yeah, it was yeah. really bad. Um, so that was, uh, that was like half of my, my, my trip to LA was just being on a couch. Um, <laughs> um, Eddie, Eddie, you know, he, he looked at me and I mean, I, I thought I was doing okay or whatever. Once I was right. laying down or sitting still, yeah, uh, I started to get a little bit better. He looked at me and he was like, I thought, I thought you might die. Cause you weren't eating anything. I was, oh, shit. Anything that I was eating, it was just. It was just really bad. Whoa! I've um, never heard of that. I don't want to experience <laughs> it now. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it sucks. I don't. I don't wish that on anybody. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, that was. It kind of ruined my my trip to L.A. But okay. eventually, I, I got over it. And right. So it was. It was really uh, an eye-opening experience. I got to see, you know, the mariachi scene and and hang out with people that. Uh, just in a different way, right? It's right. This things happen. It just in different places with different people, and I really loved the the environment here. I had met some different people um, that really influenced me to to just be become a better a better uh, musician, a better person, right. and um, and just be more dedicated. Yeah, more dedicated because. Uh, not that it's a competition or anything like that, but it's it's just it's it's better to be dedicated to what you're doing, um, because, I mean, it's just you you, you want to be the best that you can possibly be, right? And it it showed me 
uh, it also humbled me a lot. Uh, not that I was real, you know, full of myself or anything like that, but it humbled me. Um, and it showed me that, you know, no matter where you think that you are, there's always something <laughs> that will knock you, you know? Oh yeah. So, that happens all the time. So yeah. And, the, and it's, I mean, it still happens. It still happens. Yeah. Yeah, I no think oh, oh, I was just gonna oh, say, like, yeah, I, I think it's um, what you're saying. Uh, like you almost get, um, it doesn't matter how much you know about mariachi. Like there's someone that's going to know more mm-hmm. or some, or something that something you've never heard about. I mean, it happens to me every weekend because we'll end up asking for shit that I'm like, dude, like, where did you get that track, bro? Like mm-hmm. it's been years and I've never heard that shit, but, but you get humbled by not just like the music selection, the scene, but also the instrumentation, like, how, how good players can actually be, you know, people that you probably never heard about and you've only gigged with, you know, I mean, there's always someone that, that plays, you know, or more knows more than you. And that's just kind of how Mariachi is. Like, yeah. You're never going to finish. You know what I mean? It's like those dudes that are like buff as hell and they're still going back to the gym. It's like, bro, you're done. But like, no, they, there's still more work that needs to be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can see, I mean, I, I've never been out there as far as like working. I've only seen like videos and, you know, like people mm-hmm. that, that, that go out there to gig and stuff like that. Um, but I can tell it's a different kind of scene. So I can like, you know, just looking at that, who knows if what we know right here, right now will translate to California. You know what I mean? Who Depends on, depends on what their rep is like over there and, you know, like how people play their arrangements and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. like you said, it could be very humbling. You get out there and like, dude, this, this dude doesn't know shit. And like, I, bro in texas i do bro like you know you just start crying right. <laughs> but that's the only thing that's the only thing i could think of like one day i wanted to go out there like just to see what it's like but just like the gig and that's it and then just come back i'm like yeah wait <laughs> and then just, <laughs> and just come back but i mean yeah. you got to experience it's, that though yeah it's it's definitely a different different scene right um a different set of musicians i mean depending on where you work uh right. you're gonna work a handful of different people who have had, you know, who have either grown up in LA, just grown up around amazing musicians and, right. you know, working with great musicians affects you in the, in the way that you, um, you either become a better musician yourself right. or it, it just forces you to, or kind of brings out that dedication to, to want to better yourself. And so, um, so yeah, it's it's just, uh, it's just a different, different. <laughs> yeah, very very different. Uh, you, I met, you know, some of the most humble people, and some of the most talented people, mm-hmm. and you know, I've been I've been fortunate enough to to meet and interact with them, and right, uh, some of them call call friends, mm-hmm. and just it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it really is amazing. That's cool, man. I'm I'm glad you you're in that scene. I mean, you were there for what? I mean, because as soon as you got to Cali, you didn't join Sol right away. You know, I remember the the the, the time I went to Cali to uh, go visit you. Or, oh, I didn't go visit you specifically. I went on vacation, but I went to go visit you at the restaurant. You were playing at a uh, uh, Glorias, I think it's called. Yeah. So I remember you were you were playing with who at the time? I was working with uh, Mariachi Tierra Querida. Right. At that. Um, so when, when I first got to LA, it was, um, I had talked to Jose before I had come. And uh, there was like a, it was like a little plan to, mm. uh, you know, not that, you know, he was, you know, 
not that True was you know, planning on getting out of that group at the time, mm-hmm. uh, but whenever the whenever the time did come, right, uh, I would join on. Um, at, at first, I think it was Vihuela, and then Pique mm-hmm. would would play guitar, mm-hmm. and so uh, eventually that changed to Pique um, was going to play Vihuela and I was going to come in on guitar, which was great. I mean, I you know I I could come in on another one. I just had to practice mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't see myself as a guitar player at all. Yeah, but um, but um, it, that plan didn't come until a lot later than I had expected. So um, I came in and I was living with uh, Eddie and Ivan at that time. I was right. working at Fiesta Mexicana. Um, I was working, uh, as soon as I got there, Ivan was like, oh, you know, hey, we, we're looking for a guitar player. Do you want to come in on guitar? And I was like, okay, that's perfect. Yeah. It gives me a chance to, to play guitar and practice and, yeah. and um, just do that, you know, get some experience on guitar. Right. And uh, after that, I went to, I, I went to Tierra Querida. I worked there for about a year, maybe a little bit more. And um, after that, I went to uh, Casa Sanchez. I worked with Adrian Baca and uh, some other some other people too. Uh, mm-hmm. Very very talented. All of the all of the musicians that I worked with um, have been you know super super talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, great people, great friends. Right. And it was when I was working at Casa Sanchez that I got the, um, I, I eventually got the offer to join Solon on Vihuela. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, it was really a surprise. It was, it was a, a really, really pleasant surprise. I, it was the day before my birthday, I think. What were you doing? Do you remember? I think we were in between shows. Oh, okay. Awkward. <laughs> no, it was, I mean, it wasn't like, it was never like awkward or anything like that. Yeah. It was, um, all of, all of the guys from the group, they, they all wish me well. Yeah. I mean, Pique, I think whenever he got offered the job, mm-hmm. uh, he was also in, in Casa Sanchez. <laughs> They're like, so, not again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, it was just, uh, it was, it was a, you know, the way that they treated me in the group, it was really, really great. They were really supportive of me. Um, I remember getting the call between shows and immediately I had talked to Adrian and I had, I told him the situation. I was like, Hey, you know, if this happened, um, you know, what do you think? And he was like, yeah, and go for it. You know, it's, yeah. these, these opportunities don't come. These, the these, yeah. they don't come all the time. You know? yeah. And, uh, the rest of the group as well, super, super supportive of me. Right. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, I just, I ended up uh, working there for a couple more weekends, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I had um, transitioned into, into Sol. I think by, by the end of August, I was already working. I had just finished my first day at uh, Cialito, I think like the 27th, the 28th of August. Right. And uh, yeah, yes, yeah, really, 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 really cool. Yeah. Very, yeah. very blessed to have. To have gotten the opportunity and I'm very blessed um, of where my journey went in general. Um, yeah. I know that if I went right into Sol, I wouldn't have the experiences of working with other people right. that, that I did get. Um, yeah. So in, in a way I was very, very lucky to, to have, to have those experiences to not go straight in. Right. Um, and to get kind of thrown that curveball mm-hmm. and, I think it just kind of made me 
uh, stronger, a little bit more experience. I wasn't, uh, I guess, as green. Mm. Right. But, I think um, I think for sure, like, um, I'm a big believer in, uh, you know, sometimes when life gives you a curveball, like, you know, it might not be like what you were thinking was going to happen or whatever. I mean, but most of the time, you know, there's a plan, you know, uh, I, I like to say it's God's plan. I don't want to get too philosophical. But I mean, obviously, there's a plan set for you. You know, you just have to trust the process. You know, not not every time it's going to seem like everything's going according to plan. I feel like if everything goes according to plan. Something's going to go wrong. I feel like that. that's just kind of how I feel. But I mean, obviously, you know, like it, it wasn't the most straight plan. It might have looked a little crooked. But I mean, in the end, in the end game, you end up, you know, where you want to be. And that comes with hard work, you know, uh, trying your best. I mean, not to say it's always going to happen, but if you I mean, at least giving it your all gives you the best chance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It gives you the best chance for, to succeed. For sure, yeah. I I um I definitely see it that way. You know, right. I, like I said, I, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have the experiences that I've that I've had. Yeah. Um, had my journey been any different? Right. Uh, but yeah, each each and every place that I that I worked, uh, each and every person that I worked with was a blessing. You know, they all right. taught me something, uh, influenced me in in, in different ways. Right. And just like, like I said before, like working in LA has been uh, just amazing. It's been, right. there's, there's no other word for it. It's, yeah. it's uh, a, a different scene and it, it, it'll, it'll, it'll change you. That's cool. Yeah, man. I mean, you're, like I said, you're, I mean, I think, I think I heard it one time uh, when you were in concert, but Jose actually said that you're the first person in soil that comes from texas you know you're the first mm. member of, that comes from texas you know from fort worth texas you know yeah from fort, for fort worth texas uh there, right. there were other people um from texas before uh like raul mm-hmm. um raul Cuellar. he was from san antonio he he mm-hmm. was he was in soil in like right. the, um, maybe early 2000s yeah um, and and that's what i mean like uh just in general like fort worth isn't really known to we're known as as not Dallas, you know what I mean? Like in a way, like you you say Fort Worth, and we're like, oh, so you're from Dallas? Like, no, I'm from Fort Worth. God damn it! You and know? you're like, yeah, like, and so like the fact that you know Fort Worth isn't known to be a, a place like that, you know, with with these musicians that come out of here and stuff like that. But I mean, you're you're one that you can say you you've made it, you know, outside of Fort Worth, and you made it into arguably you know the best mariachi in the U.S. You know, it's it's pretty crazy that you can actually say that. And, you know, you leave behind a legacy of of other musicians that are coming, you know, coming out of that same school system that you are, you know. And now, you know, you can say that you have influenced those kids just in general. I mean, mariachi, the, the mariachi here just got a new building and you're on the side of it. I mean, they, they painted you yeah. on the outside of it, you know, and, and, and that just leaves leaves kind of like a lasting legacy, you know, for for kids to be able to say, OK, well, this system is the same system that this person came out of, you know, and that they really can inspire a kid, you know what I mean? Um, and now that I actually have you on here, like what, what would you say to, I know, I know everybody has different like tips and stuff like that, but what would you suggest to someone that's coming up? Like, especially in the school system, someone's starting out in mariachi or just in general, like I know some kids have big, big dreams or this and that or whatever, but what would you say to a starting musician that wants to be like on a certain, you know, they want to get to a higher level. Like, what would you suggest to a kid like that? Um, don't lose hope. Don't lose hope and um, work hard. 
work hard, you know, you, you can, you can shoot for something, but if right. you don't hard for it, uh, just because it doesn't seem like something that could happen. So mm -hmm. you know, when the opportunity, when the opportunity do, does come, right. um, uh, you won't be prepared for it. So work hard for, you know, and shoot for as high as you possibly can. Um, and eventually you will get there. Yeah. Or if you don't, I mean, at least you tried. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they, like they say, like, shoot for the stars, and if you, know, if, if, if you miss or whatever, you'll you end up in the clouds. Um, okay. <laughs> I think that's... I'm not thinking about it. That's a What? I think it's a Pitbull song. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pitbull out here influencing generation, hey, dog. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. But, uh, but no, I mean, really it is kind of that mentality of like right. you work hard, no matter, no matter who's there, no matter where you are. Right. Um, and eventually with that hard work, people will see that and you'll be little by little on your way to where you want to be. Right. Right. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter where you are. When I first started out, I, I kind of had this mentality. I mean, not, not starting out in general, but, um, when I got to LA, I was like, you know what? I have to make, um, a good impression of myself. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I want to be seen as like a dependable person. You know, if, if I have to study something, then I'll study it. If I don't have to study something, I'll still study it. Um, working to, to just get as, uh, have as much under my belt as possible. Right. And, um, I think people see that and little by little, you know, people start, okay, you know, Pepe, um, he's a dependable guy. He's, you know, so-and-so. Um, and little by little, you, you start inching your way. Oops. Oh no. There you are. There we are. Sorry about that. Um, little by little, you start inching your way to where you want to be, where you need to be. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, I was, I was grateful enough to, to be little by little guided to exactly where I wanted to be and where uh, I think I needed to be. Mm -hmm. uh, not, not needed. Uh, that sounds a little bit weird. Where you wanted to be. Yeah. Where, where I, I had, I had planned mm -hmm. uh, and shot for. Right. Oh um, man. I mean, it, that's cool. It was, it was a lot of different things that came together to, to, to Get make there. that make that happen and uh, i mean i'm i'm really blessed and i'm 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 humbled like every day you know i always i always watch videos um still to this day i still watch you know videos of Solomon. and i always think to myself man like i it, it really humbles you it really makes you want to work even harder work even right. harder work harder to mm -hmm. uh to just really, really take advantage of the place that you are. Yeah. You know, because there's been a lot of great musicians that have come out of this place, um, this group, uh, and you really want to do them justice also. Right. Yeah, you you kind of carry a certain responsibility, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. you're, you're representing not just that group, but your that instrument, you know what I mean? Like the people that came before you. So, I mean no pressure you know <laughs> but i mean like yeah i mean it, it takes something to 
I couldn't do that. I'll throw up straight up. <laughs> right there on stage, you're going to go fuck. But <laughs> no, but for sure, man. I, I mean, we're all proud of you, man, that that you're you're doing what you're doing. You know, um, um I know I know that's it's kind of weird. I know with COVID, I can't really see you or anything like that. Um, are you gonna come? Are, are you actually coming this weekend or not? To to, the, to uh, that wedding? Yeah, I'm gonna be going to the I'm gonna be going to the wedding on the uh, sweet. The oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we leave on first. Thir- we leave on yeah. Thursday. Yeah, so, well, we'll see you there, man. We're gonna be playing there, so. Oh yeah. Yeah, cool. we're the we're the group. Yeah, Juan hired us, so no me vas a marrear, wey. You're gonna be no. like, <laughs> he's gonna be like, trash. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, we'll see you then, man. And I, I'm I'm glad that you you came out out here. Like I said, you had a you had a story that needed to be told. You know, so people that that know you as Souls player, but don't really really know you. And that's was that's what I really wanted to do with this uh, um episode stuff like that like you you are you are where you are you know through hard work and stuff like that so i mean we're all proud of you um victor's crying over here so i'm trying you know but uh yeah man we're 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 happy that you, that you came down man to 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 talk to us i know this is just us uh bullshitting here on chattel beans but uh, i appreciate you saying what's up and coming down man of course, thank you for thank you for inviting me. Thank you for um, you know, letting me speak a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but for sure, we'll see you. We'll see you soon. I'm hoping, and uh, uh, whatever happens, happens. We'll see you then. Hopefully soon. Cool, man. I appreciate you coming out. Shout out to see you. Thank you, man. You want to say you want to say any shout outs before you leave? Um, <laughs> shout out to my mama. <laughs> 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 for real, <right>? Mom, <laughs> my dad, my uncles, my, my grandma. Uh, I guess a shout out to you know my family, to all my friends from from Fort Worth and and LA, as yeah. well. Uh, shout out to my my beautiful fiance. Oh yeah, you got uh, yeah you you got engaged. Congrats, yeah. congrats. right? Oh. Are, and, we uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are we going? Are we going? mole we pay. He's like, uh, no. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, no. Kessler's already finalized. Uh, can't do any revision. No, nah, man. No, nah, I'm glad. Yeah, man. Uh, you're you're joining the married mm-hmm. life. I'm like, just, just, it's great. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, man. Congratulations on getting engaged, you and your uh, your future wife. And uh, shout out to everybody here from Fort Worth that's that's listening. Eight one seven. That's what, that's what we're all about over yeah. here. But um, but yeah, man, I appreciate you coming out. Yeah, Thank you so much. For that. Yeah, Thank man. You for the we will see you soon, brother. Of course, <laughs> of course. Peace out, baby. Love you. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I'll see, I'll see you, you soon. Yeah, Later, boy. <laughs>